Namaste beautiful gods and goddesses. Welcome to episode 19 of Chakra Talk with Goddess Dr. Me. I'm Goddess Dr. Me. Today is Wednesday, February 8th. The moon is in Virgo and the active chakra is Zvadasthana, the dwelling place of self, the seat of life. This is about a 30 to 45 minute podcast where we dive into chakra talk about what this chakra represents, the behaviors and symptoms of a balanced and blocked chakra or a deficient and excessive chakra and how to feed, balance, cleanse, activate and heal this chakra energetically. Zvadasthana, the sacral chakra. As I said, it means the seat of life or the dwelling place of self. <clears throat> it's located about two to three inches below the belly button and an inch or two above the pubic bone. Its element is water. The color is orange. The verb is I feel, I want, I desire. The body parts are the lower abdomen, the womb, the genitals, the kidneys, the bladder, and all of the liquids and fluids of the body. The gland is the ovaries and the testes. In consciousness, this chakra embodies the power to reflection, harmony, polarity, movement, change, sexuality, desire, emotion, and balance. So, the sacral chakra. When was the last time you felt emotionally grounded, creative, sexually desirable, energetic, and bursting with passion for life? That vivacity you felt was likely when your sacral chakra was in complete, harmonious, balanced, and unblocked. Unfortunately, there are a lot of life experiences that can lead to a blocked sacral chakra. For instance, if you've experienced body shame, a strict or authoritarian upbringing, sexual abuse or dysfunction, toxic relationships, religious indoctrination, or critical forms of social conditioning that have limited the flow of life force energy, you probably have an impaired or blocked sacral chakra. So what is the sacral chakra? The sacral chakra or Zvadasthana is the center of our emotional, creative, and sexual energy. Um, and so what is sacral chakra healing? Sacral chakra healing is a practice of opening, clearing, cleansing, supporting, and strengthening the sacral chakra within our bodies. When the sacral chakra is imbalanced due to traumatic early and adult life injuries, we experience a multitude of physical, emotional, psychological, and interpersonal issues. However, when it is unblocked, we are open and, and, and feel secure in our own sensuality and sexuality and are able to express ourselves creatively in every aspect of our lives. So. What is sacral chakra healing again? Sacral chakra healing involves a number of holistic remedies such as aromatherapy, we'll look at the oils, sound, crystals, water, food, and movement therapy. So what are some of the signs of an unhealthy sacral chakra? 
You're addicted to anything that brings you pleasure. Food, gambling, sex, work, drugs, compulsive buying, shopping, alcohol, a number of things, anything that's out of balance. You feel emotionally numb or cold, and you find it hard to feel very much of any kind of emotion. You're sexually frigid, and you have a low to non-existent libido, or you're sexually impulsive, and your libido tends to be in overdrive. You're neurotic, and you can't handle spontaneity or uncertainty. You've got reproductive issues such as infertility, impotence, and menstrual issues, and you also are shut up from everybody else. You're constantly fatigued, and you have little energy for anything. You also might feel inhibited and repressed from expressing your true feelings and desires, or you're extremely emotionally reactive, and you're a drama queen or a drama junkie. You're emotionally hypersensitive or emotionally aloof. You're creatively blocked and you tend to overthink anything and everything. You also are going to have lower back problems, kidney or stomach disorders, and you're also going to have problems with fertility or problems with your gonads, which is going to be your testes or your, uh, or your ovaries in women. So how many of those can you identify with? Be honest. Do you have a deficient or an excessive sacral chakra? What's the difference? While a deficient sacral chakra is passive or energetically numb, an excessive sacral chakra is energetically aggressive or manic. Here's a breakdown. A deficient uh, sacral chakra is, makes you lifeless, sluggish, passive, blocked, and inwards because there's not enough energy flowing in. An excessive sacral chakra, on the other hand, you're going to be lively, agitated, reactive, aggressive, outwards, because there's going to be too much energy flowing in. So if you have a deficient sacral chakra, you're probably going to be prone to such issues as detachment and emotional coldness and sexual frigidity. On the other hand, if you have an excessive sacral chakra, you will be prone to codependency, emotional explosiveness, and sexual and substance addiction. The question is, what type of imbalance do you have? So what are the, some of the healing practices we can use to activate this chakra? First off, when you have a clear, strong, and harmonious sacral chakra, you will feel comfortable in your own skin, in your own body. You will no longer struggle with sexual guilt or intolerance, but you'll come to honor your, sex, your sexuality as being sacred, and you're going to enjoy it in a balanced way. Not only are you going to enjoy the pleasures of your life, but you will be open to experience in life and your passion for it. You'll be both emotionally open, but also uh, emotionally grounded with healthy boundaries. Not only that, you're going to get back in the creative flow once again, and you'll enjoy the spontaneity of life. So what are some of the ways that you can open and activate and heal this chakra? 
You can practice emotional catharsis. This is best if this chakra is deficient or, uh, uh, or if it's blocked. Open the frozen energy channels within this chakra by purging your emotion by screaming or dancing or jumping or yelling or laughing or crying or any other physical form of catharsis that releases built up emotions. Any of those and also the breathing uh, works, mindful deep breathing or pranayama yoga because it breaks up the message of that pain to your brain. Explore creative self-expression. It's also good if your chakra is deficient and excessively blocked. So pick an activity that you're interested in like dancing or drawing or photography or quilting or jewelry or cooking or anything that that excites your passion that flows your boat makes you feel good and do it go chase it with all your heart remember art takes time dedicated and practice so get used to just expressing yourself and don't try to be perfect just try to express yourself and to express yourself clearly think of what you would like to mentally and emotionally emotionally express and just paint it or draw it or weave it or build it or make it into jewelry or photograph it. Identify your sexual blockages and learn from them. One of the sexual blockages that you could have is that you're jealous when you see someone else expressing their own sexuality. Use that reaction to teach you about yourself. It's generally, if you're feeling jealousy, it's generally because you are blocked and you wish that that was you. So what beliefs, ideals, and prejudices towards sexuality were you taught as a child? You might like to write these down or in your journal or speak about them with a good friend or a counselor. Once you identify these blockages, you can now proceed to deconstruct them. So you're going to meditate with, with and carry crystals. And some of the crystals that you can meditate and carry include carnelian, orange calcite, jasper, moonstone, and coral. So let's look at coral. Coral is beautiful. The archangel that coral evokes is Ar Ariel. The colors are pink, red, and white. Many of us put white in our fish tanks. Coral is a precious gift from the sea that supports the healing of bone structures and eases emotional distress. If this crystal or this stone could talk. Found in current and former ocean floors, I bring synchronistic gifts of stimulating health. From jewelry to supplements, my skeletal form fortifies a human body in plentiful variations. I hold memories of the sea in my being, helping you navigate the transformational emotional waters in which you swim. I ground you in the blissful love of Mother Earth and Father Sky, closing any chasms or separation. Know that your foundation is strong and nurture all aspects of your health by feeding your body and soul appropriately. In doing so, you derive the blessings of effectiveness that support your light mission and ultimately the successful completion of this cycle. So you can be mindful too of 
the uh, your emotional triggers. So you, this is for excessive blockages. Uh, explosions of emotion can be balanced by becoming more mindful through exercises of your emotional triggers. For example, if you discover that your fists start to clench when you get angry, slowly uncurl them and breathe deeply. I do something. I speak out loud when I when I get impatient with myself or when I am angry with myself about something I didn't do and I speak it out loud. What I have learned to do is to do purse breathing. Breathe in through the nose and push out on the belly button and breathe out through the mouth like you're whistling. Purse your lips. Breathe in through the nose and breathe out through the mouth. Whistle. One more time. Breathe in through the nose and breathe out through the mouth. You can try color therapy. And with color therapy, you're going to uh, you're going to introduce the colors orange, peach, and apricot in your life uh, as the color of the sacral chakra is orange. So you're going to wear orange clothing, surround yourself with orange objects, objects and creatively express yourself in the orange color. You're also going to eat orange foods, and that's gonna be your naturally orange foods like squash and cantaloupe and carrots and mangoes and oranges and cuties, and you're gonna eat cinnamon, and you're also gonna eat ginger and apricots and more, more cumin and honey. You're also going to eat fats and oils, and try to limit that to your uh, to your virgin olive oil, nuts and seeds, and fish and seafood. All of that is going to feed this chakra with the orange. You can also cleanse the sacral chakra with the aromatherapy oils. And the one that we looked at today was neroli. Neroli is a beautiful oil, but some of the others are ginger and uh, orange and jasmine, rosewood and bergamot. Neroli. Neroli is going to help you with aging skin, depression, insomnia, and insomnia. It can be used as an antidepressant, an antiseptic, an emollient, and a relaxant. Uh, you can apply it as a massage oil, a bath, or facial and shower oil. It's all, it can also be used in room fragrances and in skin lotions. This is a calming, uplifting oil that blends well with citrus oils, clary sage, jasmine, rose, and ylang-ylang. You can get sexually creative. And if this is for people who have a deficient, who have deficient sacral chakra blockages. If you have a partner, explore different creative sexual forms. For example, discover what fetishes or sexual positions you'd both like to try out together to spice up the bedroom. And if you're single, explore different creative forms of self-pleasure. If blockages such as guilt or shame arise, question them and examine why you feel that way and use them to teach you about yourself. You can use yoga and we do positions like the cobra and the butterfly 
I love the camera, I mean the camel and the goddess and the uh, reverse warrior and pigeon poses as well as laughter yoga because this is about the fluids of the body, the, the water and so the humors and humor and laughter increase the humors in the body. You can say daily affirmations and some of the affirmations that you can use for this chakra. I'm just gonna give you a few right now. Are, uh, uh, and you want them to support your sacral chakra healing. So you're gonna say, I allow myself to feel my emotions. I am in touch with my feelings. My feelings are my feelings and my feelings can and do change. I create healthy boundaries. I am truthful with myself and others about how I feel. I allow myself to feel a broad range of feelings. I feel good right now. I feel sexy right now. I feel sensual right now. I want pleasure right now. I want joy right now. I want some orange tea, right, with honey. It's okay for me to have good feelings and bad feelings. I embrace my inner passions. I value and respect my body. My sexuality is sacred. I release my inner emotions creatively. Sometimes it is best for me to keep my feelings to myself. I want good things for myself. I want good things for others. I regard others as my equal. I allow myself to say no to things and people but I also allow myself to say yes to things and people. I feel a sense of balance in my life. I feel a sense of balance in my body. I am treated by others as I desire to be treated. I respect the feelings and desires of others and I respect my feelings. I feel, I desire, I want. Also, you can chant the seed sound VAM, or you, the bija sound VAM, or you may chant the seed sound OOM. So here's an exercise that we can do for this chakra. You're going to breathe. Let's, let's activate our hands by rubbing them together uh, in circular motion 25 to 50 times. So once you have those hands activated, you're going to place your right hand on your heart and your left hand with the palms cupped on your sacral chakra. This is Reiki healing and you're going to visualize breathing into your heart and and then you're going to exhale. As you breathe into your heart, by the way, you're gonna push out on the belly button. You're going to exhale, visualize breathing out of your sacral chakra as you pull the belly button into the base of the spine and intone the sound VAM three times. And then we're going to intone the sound OO as in WHO three times. So here we go, your hands should be activated now right hand on your heart chakra, right in the center of your heart, left hand on your belly, on your sacral chakra. Sit up nice and tall, spine neutrally aligned, and your feet, your knees are lined up with your hips, or your buttocks are higher than 
your knees and ankles if you're in a lotus position. And relax and relax your shoulders. Breathe in through the nose. Push out on the belly button. Breathe out through the sacral chakra. Pull the belly button into the base of the spine. Vam. Breathe in through the nose. Push out on the belly button. Breathe out through the sacral chakra. Pull the belly button into the base of the spine. Vam. Breathe in through the nose. Push out on the belly button. Breathe out through the sacral chakra. Pull the belly button into the base of the spine. Vam. Now, breathe in through the nose. Push out on the belly button. Breathe out through the mouth. And you're going to pull the belly button into the base of the spine. And you're going to breathe out through the sacral chakra. Ooh. Breathe in through the nose, push out on the belly button. And you're breathing into your heart. Breathe out through the through the sacral chakra. Pull the belly button into the base of the spine. Ooh. Last one. Breathe in through your nose into your heart, breathe and push out on the belly button, inhale, breathe out through your mouth, but you're breathing out through the sacral chakra, pull the belly button into the base of the spine, Ashe, ashe, ashe. All you need to do is six of those, and you can either do the seed sound alone, or put them together like I did, or the uh, or the uh, the bija mantra. So uh, you can also do uh, you can also chant the vam, and now you can also uh, I'm at a loss. You can do a visualization and you can breathe into that chakra as well. And we do that with heart-centered breathing, breathing into your heart and pushing out and breathing out through the sacral chakra. You can also do something spontaneous, okay? Like drive home a different way from work or drive to work a different way every day or do something different. Give yourself permission to do whatever it is you usually don't do. Like break the cycle of, of that we have to be in this schedule all the time. For example, watch a movie you'd never watch or travel to a place you'd never thought possible or take up a wacky new craft. Uh, craft. Something that is unexpected and spontaneous. Uh, also, uh, you can you can uh, chant the bomb, and you can also now invoke the archangels 
and that is one of the great things that we can do. So today, the Archangel for Wednesday is uh, Archangel um, Archangel Raphael, and the Archangel for uh, for the. I'm going to invoke both of them for you. The Archangel for the sacral chakra is uh, is Gabriel. So Archangel Gabriel is uh, his name means God is my strength. Archangel Gabriel is the Archangel of Spiritual Guidance and Revelation. Gabriel is the patron uh, angel at representing communications and is known as a messenger of God. He's the one who announced the birth of Christ. This Archangel is often depicted holding and playing a trumpet and as religious and spiritual artwork. Gabriel also represents protection and discipline, also providing vision and clarity to follow a chosen path in life. When called upon, Archangel Gabriel can be beneficial to, for helping teachers, writers, speakers, journalists, and artists. The angel energies of Gabriel also provide us with motivation, encouragement, and clarity with conveying our own messages or ideas to the world. Calling upon, the, upon Archangel Gabriel can assist us in overcoming procrastination in areas related to communication and involving children. Gabriel can also assist us in areas of money and physical resources. The energy of Archangel Gabriel brings divine love, joy, purity, wisdom, and guidance. He helps us to tune into spiritual messages and also assist with new beginnings and helping us to find our highest calling. This archangelic energy can also help to clear any energetic blocks that are in the way of receiving our spiritual gifts and guidance. Gabriel is also associated with intuitive insight and often brings messages and guidance through dreams or dream work. So let's look at, at Raphael. Raphael's name means God heals or God has healed. Archangel Raphael is the archangel representing physical and emotional healing. Raphael is often depicted as a warrior carrying a sword or religious and ancient spiritual work artwork. Archangel, uh, archangel Raphael's energy is especially beneficial to healers or those who work in any healing related profession. When called upon, Archangel Raphael can assist us with helping to heal injuries and illnesses. Raphael's energy can also help us by reducing or healing addictions or harmful cravings. Raphael can help us with restoring and maintaining balance, harmony, and peace, and is also associated with joy and laughter. It is said that this angelic energy also watches over travelers to ensure a safe and harmonious journey. Summoning Archangel Raphael can also help us to clear away our fears as well as physical and emotional stresses that may be affecting health, often working in conjunction with Archangel Michael. So Archangel Raphael, his vibrational color is green and his gemstone is jade or adventuring. Archangel Gabriel, his vibrational color is white and his gemstone is moonstone or clear quartz. So let's invoke Archangel 
Raphael and Archangel Gabriel. Now, I ask Archangel Raphael to surround me in his healing vibration of emerald green light. I am in need of healing at this time, and I ask that you infuse me with your healing energy. Please surround me and fill me with health, well-being, and wholeness. Help me to help any wounds physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually from the past or present. Heal and restore every aspect of my being for the highest good of all. And so it is. And let's invoke Gabriel. I now invoke the mighty and powerful Archangel Gabriel and his energy of communication and strength. Please bring me insight and awareness so that I may always speak my truth, remove all doubts and fears, and allow me to express myself in a loving way through mind, body, and spirit. Please help me to share my words in a way that is gentle, kind, and loving. Please help me to communicate from my heart. Thank you, and so it is. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. And so now we're going to look at one of the issues that comes up when this chakra is blocked. We're going to have a blocked gut, or we're going to have problems in our guts. So let's look at three ways that uh, that in, that ways that we can clear this chakra up in three days. In my morning rituals, we are currently doing a fruit and vegetable, eating the fruit of the day, cleanse for the month of February. So here's a way to reset our gut. A sound gut is one which contains solid microorganisms and resistant cells that avert irresistible operators like microbes, infections, and parasites. A solid gut, likewise, speaks with the mind through nerves and hormones, which, which keeps up, up broad well-being and prosperity. In early times, in the Ayurveda, the significance of gut well-being as a core of our physical and psychological well-being has never been all the more clear. It is regularly prescribed as a basic gut reset to patients to assist them with tending to ongoing issues and get their absorption in the groove again. This genuine food three-day gut purge is a brisk and compelling approach to address the main driver of stomach-related surprise. So one of the things we can do is exactly what we're doing in my ritual intermittent fasting we are feeding the chakra the colors of the chakra and doing regular healthy colorful uh, 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 eating um, balanced eating during the week portion control five days a week and then we're going to do two to three days four to five days a week we'll do that two to three days we're going to do this intermittent fasting of eating only the fruits and vegetables that feed the chakras for that day. What we're going to do is offer our gut a reprieve at, that can lessen aggravation, help us to shed water weight, and decrease inflammation. Studies are coming out constantly supporting the advantages of discontinuous fasting, which offers the body a reprieve uh, for, a, for a set number of hours each day with the goal that your gut can fix, reset, 
and rest. And yes, it works. You can drink lots of water. Drinking water, especially warm water on an empty stomach, and especially warm lemon water, is one of the best things you can do for digestion. Warm water takes less energy to digest and stimulates digestion while detoxing the system and helping food move through the digestive tract. Start your day with at least one full glass of room temperature water and you may or may not put lemon in it before you consume any food. You can also go sugar-free. Fruit sugars are okay, but the processed sugar, the white sugar, and the sugar substitutes are a drug. So please make sure, read the labels on your packages and what happens when they're there, they also are uh, going to be accompanied by plenty of fiber content and fat. So you don't have to suffer from blood sugar crash. And those are your fruit sugars that are going to do that. Try a green smoothie recipe or a sweet potato hash. And also quinoa is really good for those. But go sugar-free. Any of those fruits and apple, applesauce is one of, and you can cook your apples and then uh, strain them. Oranges are really good to use. And any of your sweet nectarines, plums, all of those are really good. Eat probiotics for lunch. Not only is that broth soothing, but it aids in the digestion of gastric juices and strengthens the intestinal lining, soothes the gut, and aids, aids, aids liver and kidney function. You can choose bone broth from high-quality grass-fed animals or vegetable broth and add some extra vegetables to it for a filling, gut-friendly meal. Some of those foods that are rich in probiotics are cheese, buttermilk, pickles, sourdough bread, bananas, uh, and soybean. Eat prebiotics for dinner. You can do uh, you can do uh, agrarian people and early men eat 20 grams of fiber every day. And while we get 15 grams with an average cutting edge diet, 20 grams is better. The best wellspring of fiber is from complex sugars from fermentable plant strands or prebiotics. Remember, you can eat kefir and you can eat uh, yogurt and kimchi and kombucha and sauerkraut. Also, other things that you can eat for this, uh, broccoli uh, is one of those, asparagus, kale stems, orange mash, also yams and other tubers, potatoes, uh, ginger, garlic, leeks, both the green and the white parts, fibrous parts of fruit and vegetables, and when you can eat the hull, eat it. Boil the, boil the uh, orange peels down, boil the lemon peels down, makes a good zest. The zest is really good to use in your cooking. Also legumes and beans, lentils, oatmeal, and flaxseed. We can also do yoga, and we do, I do pranayama yoga, which is breathing, but some of the positions that you can use or uh, anything that involves standing, stretching, standing forward fold, a seated twist, a back bend, a seated forward fold, any of the folds. And here's a little meditation. 
just take three long deep breaths with five counts in and five counts out and try not to think about anything but the breath going in and out and then going in and out and you can do it with purse lip breathing breathe in through your nose push out on the belly button exhale through the mouth through pursed lips like you're gonna whistle and and relax and pull that belly button in and focus on your breath and here's the last thing that you can do to activate this chakra get eight hours of sleep every 24 hours so you have 16 on eight hours sleep get your rest getting adequate sleep more than eight hours a night is very important and helps overall physical and neurological health and has a significant impact on your stress level, which will give your body the rest it needs to heal and reset your gut. So do these for three days, all of these things I just gave you. Do it for three days and feel the change yourself. You have to stay constant for three days in terms of sleep, stay hydrated, and eat healthy. So those are all ways you can reset that gut health. And your gut health is now closely related to your health in the sacral chakra. So we're going to end one of the exercises. Excuse me. One of the exercises that you can do once again is laughter. So we're going to go out of here laughing. Two minutes of laughter right now. And then we're going to be gone. And your day is set. So you're going to once again place both of your hands on your belly like Santa Claus does. Take a deep breath into your heart, pushing out on the belly button. Exhale from your sacral chakra and pull the belly button into the base of the spine. Did you hear what I did there? Ha! Here we go again. Breathe in through your nose and breathe into your heart, pushing out on the belly button. Breathe out of your mouth, pulling the belly button into the base of the spine and visualize breathing out of your sacral chakra. One more time. Breathe into your heart uh, and breathe in through the nose, pushing out on the belly button. Now breathe out of the sacral chakra and pull the belly button into the base of the spine. Ready to laugh? If you have to fake it till you make it, hands on the belly, you're gonna pump that belly, pump that navel in and out as you laugh and massage that heart and, and strengthen the diaphragm. You ready? Take a deep breath, inhale into your heart and push out on the belly button. Ready to laugh. <laughs>
Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Laughter. This chakra's element is water. And laughter increases the synovial fluid in your body, in your joints. And it's all about humor. Humor heals. So thank you for joining me today with Chakra Talk with Goddess Dr. Me. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Wellness Wednesday. Namaste.